Hi, I'm Lauren Stibing, and welcome to this episode of the Career Success Podcast. Working internationally comes with great challenges, but also great rewards. Today, we've invited Rimko Tettenberg to address the challenges and opportunities of leading international teams. Rimko has 28 years experience within the FMCG industry, where he developed a broad knowledge of marketing and sales. And for the last 10 years, he has been in general management positions, where he's been responsible for the full business, including manufacturing operations. He's currently the Chief Executive Officer of Milita Sales Europe, where he's responsible for over half a billion euros and is the leader of 450 employees. He has a highly international background. He has lived in six different countries and is fluent in five languages. Welcome, Rimco. Thank you, Lauren. So yes, leading international teams or even diverse teams in general um, can be very challenging at times. So what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced in your career? Yeah, I would say the single biggest challenge of leading an international team is for sure the very different cultural background and with that the related different work and meeting culture that brings to to the table. Uh, These differences will be noticeable and play an important role in, in the way you communicate with people, the way you involve and engage with people the way you delegate, the way you give feedback, uh, the way you lead meetings or workshops, and for example, the way you set targets or or you do performance reviews. So basically, in all critical aspects of leadership and management, international teams can be really challenging and will require special attention if you want to be uh, successful. And, Mm -hmm. And related to this, other challenges can be language as such, and also in case of remote teams um, that are spread across a region, the, the physical distance. Uh, in terms of the, the, the common language in corporate culture when leading international teams, for sure it's always English. Mm-hmm. And if you're leading an international team where most of the team members are not native speakers, there are several traps to, to consider. One of, the, one of them is the different interpretation of, of words or what is being said. And another trap is the different level uh, people might be at ease expressing themselves in another language which paired with cultural differences might, uh, might lead to wrong interpretation of team members' um, abilities. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to remote teams, this brings in a further challenge of communication and interpretation. Although with modern communication tools, uh, you have increased uh, efficiency of leading teams that are spread across a region. But it must also be recognized that um, you know, the just described challenges of leading an international team are even more complicated when you start using uh, video conferences or, or Skype meetings. Effectively communicating and, and interpreting what is understood or sensing the understanding or buy-in of people when not being in the same room is, uh, is significantly more challenging. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you overcome these challenges or what is the approach that you've used yeah, I think there's several things that you can do to overcome these challenges. Um, to start with, as a, as a leader, you have to prepare yourself and profound your understanding of the people you are working with. So have a lot of individual talks with all your team members, ask them questions about their understanding of leadership, their expectations to you as a leader, and also their own role as a team member. And try to get an understanding of where somebody is coming from and what their most important values stand for. And then you should take also time to do the same as as a team. Uh, It is important that the team members of an international team understand each other well, as well as it's important that the leader of the team understands the the background and the dynamics of his team. So make sure that every team member develops an in-depth understanding of the cultural backgrounds of all the other team members. 
talk about the values that uh, that you as a team would like to subscribe to and ensure a common understanding of these values and clarify the way of working, the do's and don'ts uh, of the team. This is, of course, also relevant for team leaders of more homogeneous uh, teams, but the chances of success for, for an international team leader will depend critically, I think, on, on creating this common understanding within the team. Okay. So I think you should spend an overproportionate time on, on communication. You will have to be even more observing of team dynamics and, and reactions of each individual team member. And when dealing with people from different cultures, it's also of great importance to, to understand that for most of us, our cultural background is something extremely important and highly valued. Mm -hmm. And this means that, you know, a wrong joke and, and indeed, you know, the sense of humor differs a lot from country to country. Or a laugh can, uh, can really ruin a lot. So be respectful to different cultures and approaches and appreciate the diversity in your team. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you know, if you want to be successful, you should not be overemphasizing the differences, but actually you should really look also for, for commonalities. I think, as I mentioned already, you know, language is a, is, is, is a challenge. So uh, additional language training or, or cultural training can be a really good investment. In certain regions, the cultural differences might be, be more subtle, but they could nevertheless play an important role. And it's really worthwhile to, to dive into that. Mm -hmm. and, and if you go to a region, you know, where the cultural differences are much bigger, you can uh, often find interesting offer of intercultural trainings. And we also talked about this aspect of remote teams, right? And the challenge of how to manage a remote team. And that happens a lot when you're leading international teams. So I think you just have to be aware of, of its limitations and ensure enough physical contact to keep in touch and ensure alignment across the team. So, you know, use Skype meetings uh, in particular when it comes to sharing information and updates, but also understand its limitations and, and make sure that when you lead teams across the region, you are regularly on site instead of always meetings uh, in the headquarters. It's uh, really important to see the, the interaction in the local environment, having regular exposure to the different cultures uh, in the office, but also outside of the office. I think that's really a prerequisite of any any successful leader of, uh, of an international team. And have you seen these international teams or diverse teams have a direct effect on business results? Yeah, uh, I like this question because, you know, we tend to talk always about the challenges and the difficulties, but uh, to my personal experience, working with international teams has, has great reward in terms of business. Something I learned early on in my, in my career is the many different ways you can do things and they could uh, all in their own way lead to, to success. Uh, at the same time, what is very successful in one country could very well be uh, very successful in another country. So sharing best practices can be of real great value. And mm -hmm. as obvious as this may seem, and as much as everybody's always talking about it, it's really not easy to have an effective and fast best practice sharing inside a company. So you must ensure uh, there is an open and safe culture to talk about success and above all, uh, also failure. Do you really understand the underlying uh, factors of success and, and check if these can be applied in other settings as well? So that's, that's really another very important aspect that can boost your business uh, results. And another one I would uh, mention is, uh, is benchmarking. Uh, so again, being respectful for differences uh, between Countries and regions, it's really worthwhile always to, to benchmark, to learn from each other. And, uh, and also that brings in, I would say, some healthy competition, which is mm -hmm. also a bit of fun. Mm -hmm. 
And have you adjusted your leadership style depending on where you're based or the cultures of the individuals who you're leading? Yes, um, I, I always do up to a certain level. And of course, uh, depending the situation. To give you an example, some, some work cultures in Europe are more hierarchical than others. Mm -hmm. And in these cultures, uh, people would look more up to the hierarchy to give clear instructions versus uh, more participative work cultures with, where this could even be counterproductive. And as a, personally, as a strong believer of engagement through involvement, in both cultural backgrounds, I would insist, for example, in a strategy development process on a, on a real high level of participation from the teams. But the way I would organize it would be, would be different. In an organization which is um, more hierarchical, I would uh, involve different levels of the organization at different stages. So I would adjust this to the specific uh, situation. Okay. Another example maybe is, you know, the way of giving feedback. In the Netherlands, for example, negative feedback is given straightforward, very direct. And it's also very clear that that's, a, that, that's always a two-way street. Um, if I think about a Mediterranean work culture, I would take definitely more caution uh, when giving negative feedback. And um, to get feedback up the ladder, you would really need to make some uh, encouragement for, for people to do so. And what would you say are some of the tips that you would give someone who's going into their first leadership position abroad? Mm -hmm. So, number one, I would say prepare yourself. Read about the country that will be hosting you. There's often interesting books written by foreigners that have lived and worked for several years in a specific country. And most of the time, these are entertaining books uh, where you can read about the challenges they've gone through and they will be most likely the same that you will be going through so you can uh, relate quickly to their perspective and i would also say know the history of the country you're in but also stay out of politics then of course language i think even if it's a very difficult language i would really encourage everybody to make the efforts to to learn the language even if you don't need it for day-to-day -day work it will definitely help you to adjust faster and it will also gain you respect and, and acceptance Another tip I would give is uh, not to forget that you're a guest. So, of course, you don't have to like all the local habits, values or, or foodstuffs for that matter. But uh, you must understand them and treat them with respect. And uh, you can, of course, cheer for your national sports team. But if worst comes to worst, be a good loser and be happy also for your host if they make a win. Another tip, I would say communication is key. I think that's also obvious from, from what I said before. So observe very well, ask lots of questions, listen very attentively. And at the same time, communicate clearly and openly where you come from and what you stand for. And last but not least, I would say it's also very important to remain true to yourself. So, of course, as previously mentioned, to be successful, you must learn and adapt to your environment. At the same time, let's say your different experience and background can, can definitely be an added value to, to the team and the situation. And you should not lose this by adapting too much. Mm -hmm. So look also at, you know, at, at the values. You should make a clear decision for yourself which, which of your values are more flexible, adjustable to certain situations and which are, let's say, non-negotiable, your core values you will always stick to no matter what or no matter where you are uh, working. So basically that would be my, my tips for anyone going into a leadership position abroad. Well, Remco, thank you so much for joining me today. And I, I hope our guests have taken some learnings away from this. 
Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much, Laura.